solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 22. St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. Woo. Whoop, whoop. Um, we are doing chapter 22 today, St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. Ooh. What did you rename it? I na- renamed it In the Wake of Waking. Oh. So, like, what happens when you wake from a nightmare? No, I I like it. Thank you. You kind of said it, you kind of poo-pooed it. Well, I said it pre, pre-recording. I said it's very dramatic. And Hashtag I, off mic. It's definitely dramatic, I think, but. It's a dramatic episode. Tis. Tis dramatic. Um, mine is snake eye point of view. Excuse me? I I genuinely could not understand you. <laughs> Snake eye point of view. Which in my head I was like, this is great, like it's a pun, and then I'm now reading it back. It's not. I, I don't get the pun. Well, not even a pun, but like something is like a bird oh bird's, bird's eye, eye view. Bird's Snake eye. eye view. Okay, so I'm gonna just cross out the point. Let me let me take that back. Okay. My rename is <laughs> Snake Eye View. Oh, that's good. That's good. That is good, though, when you say it like that. When I say it correctly, I was like, I know this is something and I've got it, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't quite have it. You you had it well enough. But um, friend of the show, Griffin, had um, an, a name as well. Oh, okay. Arthur Weasley's Horrible, Terrible, No Good, Bad Day. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's why I didn't that's want to give it to you. So I wanted to good. read it. <laughs> I wanted you to be surprised and delighted. Well, Molly, do you want to sum up this chapter in a 575? Just to forewarn you guys, I was being a lazy mazy and I didn't do a haiku. And I was not inspired to do one. So we might have to do um, an impromptu spoken word or rap. Well, I hope mine captures enough. I think yours will suffice. Big D makes big moves. (laughs) Old heads provide new insights. Oh, your haiku's so good. Harry's guilt-ridden. I was having a real hard time coming with the third line. The third line is not as good as the other two. I wanted to do like a... But the first two are really, I really I was good. like so like, yes, I've got this like big head or big D, big, <laughs> big head, big D, big moves. And then old heads, new insights. I was like, this is oh, great. Yeah. And then I just pff, fell flat at the end. What's there, your last bro. line? Harry's guilt ridden. <laughs> I just, those first two lines are great. I give up. That's I fine. Up. That's fine. Honestly. And yeah. and Hufflepuff takes the rest. Sometimes you have to end a poem exactly some way. So it's a it's a big chapter, I would say, this one. Yes, a big in. It is a big in. In terms of like plot, the it's very it's very important this yeah. chapter. Um and then next chapter two will be really 
Oh yeah, well I love next chapter, and we have a special guest coming. Very special guest. So, a new special guest. Yeah. So they get a grilling. So, but before we get to that one, we have to, you know, do this one. Oh right, right. We're in this chapter. Correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. My first note is about. Some whimsy. Um, <laughs> not really. I, there's just like a line that's like Dumbledore's door. Like it sounds like there's like a bunch of voices, like a dozen people behind oh, it. Oh, so you you also skipped a lot. Yeah, I didn't really have anything to say about their walk to the yeah office. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it's. It would be really funny if Dumbledore was just, like, hosting random, like, midnight parties for his, like, friends. Agreed. Agreed. Just, like, well, that's what I was like, who was Dumbledore expecting? Well, I think he was just going over things. But, yeah, he was in his I know, 90s. but he was in his, like, I, it just felt like he was, like, he was on the ready. Um, in his purple and gold dressing gown. Wow, the level of extra. I I would love to sleep in a purple and gold dressing gown. It sounds gorgeous. Also, why was everyone so slow on the uptake? These are just my notes. Are you what, what's happening? What do you mean, slow on the uptake? That's what my notes says. Like him like Harry like explaining what happened and, and it yeah. took a while. Yeah. yeah, like, come on, guys. I was like, how much time has passed? Because Snape died immediately, almost. Like, it was quick. Yeah. From when he got bit yeah. by a snake. But I was thinking that the, like, Nagini wasn't, like, necessarily trying to kill. It was, like, more of a... I don't know. Yeah. It Like, Snape was, like intentionally being killed by the snake right and did it i don't i what where does he go the snake go we don't know no 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 like for arthur oh for For snape Snape. that's when the movie it's the neck neck. which seems that seems very like direct vein like you you die instantly that seems more so I, if it's the same in the book, I can't recall, um, then I, it would make sense. That would make sense to me. Why didn't Big D drop his own fucking chairs? He was like, McGonagall, can you drop some chairs? Like, just do it yourself. Well, I think it's because he's behind the... Oh, well, he has magic. It's magic. And that's all McGonagall does. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Do it yourself. Maybe sometimes writers need a way to include everybody in the room. Arthur Weasley in his hospital bed uses magic to draw up some chairs. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Like, she she, she just wanted to, like... Include McGonagall. So that McGonagall wasn't just, like, a limp character in the room, you know? This is such an ugly doodle I've drawn. <laughs> it looks like a cross between Harry and Dudley and a little and Grop, if I'm honest. Um, Alex has drawn a figure. 
<laughs> a disfigurement um, in her book. I was doodling. Not in my book. It's like a baby. In my notes journal. Oh, yeah. Notebook. I would never disfigure a Harry Potter book. It looks like a baby. Yeah, it looks like a weird baby, though. Like an alien. Is that the Deathly Hallows symbol as its mouth? No. Like upside down? Those are some buck teeth. Oh, But it, sure. I could make um, the Deathly Hallows mm-hmm. symbol because it's like a triangle. Okay, um, um, can we unpack what this means with, like, the snakes and, like, the little thing that Dumbledore is doing? I have no idea. Listeners, help. (laughs) Because here's what I say. I think it's really cool that, not cool, but, like, good writing, that we're in the dark, too. Like, it's just an... She's purposefully alienating the audience here the same way Harry is feeling alienated. Like, he's not getting any answers. Dumbledore's just acting. He doesn't understand what's happening. We don't understand what's happening. We're but worried. we don't understand it even after, like, knowing things, like, after this book. Yeah. I don't... I can't help you. This is what it says. Um, a serpent's head grew out of the end of it. This is, like, the smoke. Opening its mouth wide, Harry wondered whether the instrument was confirming his story. Um, and then Dumbledore's like, naturally, naturally, um, but in essence, divided. And then that was it. I think, I think it's, he's confirming the Horcrux theory. Yeah, what does in essence divided mean? Like, in essence, Harry and the Horcrux are divided. So, if you kill the Horcrux, then Harry might survive. Or just saying, like... I think it's something more about the connection that Harry has. Okay, with... Yeah, that's probably true. And, like, confirming that... About, like, the Occlumentians. Then what would, in essence, divided be? (laughs) Like, they are divided? In essence, Voldemort and Harry are... Are part of the same thing, and they are divided. Yeah. Okay. And just in in essence... (laughs) Just in essence, divided. Listeners, or we just get to right? the phrase um, in essence. Do you think that divide. like divided essences? Do you think their essences are perchance, perhaps, <laughs> mayhaps? Are they divided? Not multiplied, but divided. But divided. <laughs> um, let us know if you've got some fun fan what theories. What is the square root of Harry's essence? One Horcrux. <laughs> The limit does not exist. Um, that we've passed the door. We've passed that day. Yeah. <laughs> mean Girls Day. Yeah. Mean Girls slash, um, uh, for Vendetta. No. Or Full Metal Alchemist, am I right? <laughs> there it is. So we took a little dinner break. We're back. Better than ever. We're back. Um, I just have a quick <laughs> cue for the listeners. Is a Halloween a holiday? This is Alex speaking. <clears throat> I am weary. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I got into this fight with my mother 
and I tried to voice my sadness and dismay and Molly has taken my mom's side in the fact that Halloween is not a holiday but it is in fact my favorite holiday so I find a lot of problems with I mean that. I I don't mind people saying like it's a holiday like yeah I celebrate you Halloween. celebrate it I just I don't equate it on, like, the same level as, like, Thanksgiving. Personally, it's better than Thanksgiving. Okay. It's just, like, a fun day to, like, dress up and stuff and get really drunk if you're into that. Eat candy. How is Thanksgiving But what, I'm not celebrating, because, like, you're celebrating, like, family and, like, being together. Like, for Halloween, I'm not really, like intentionally celebrating anything. Would you consider Valentine's Day a holiday? I don't really buy into the whole Valentine's Day stuff. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Would you, though? I, I, I equate Valentine's Day and Halloween in the same so, level. So would I. But I put, like, Thanksgiving and, like, Christmas and stuff, and New Year's, like, above it. I just think Thanksgiving is also, like, a fictional thing. Like, I mean, technically they all are. Right, so it's, like, based on... A lie, too. But, like, what are you specifically celebrating with Halloween? Fun! <laughs> and spoopy! <laughs> okay. What are you, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're celebrating, like, um, you know, scary and spoopy and witchy stuff. Like, all the things that we love. And horror and... And then I don't love horror. Well, yeah, but you like witchy stuff. I hope we are... In the Harry Potter podcast. Um, yeah, I'm just I think there are levels. I think there are levels, and I put it on a lower level than some other holidays. Yeah. That's fair, I suppose. But it is a holiday. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're not in a real fight. I just, um, I told my mom that Halloween was my favorite holiday, and she was like, that's not even a holiday, and it was offensive to me she's just mad that it's not christmas which i also love anyway dumbledore dumble 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 well actually portraits no tact no tact whatsoever it's like oh he looks really bad he's not doing well there's a lot of blood like they know who ron is and who arthur is in relation like the portraits know everything yeah i know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's um, yeah. They're not a they're not a tactful bunch, but you know, they're portraits. So I feel bad for Slytherin House that the only headmaster they have, he's a complete and utter asshole. Like they couldn't. I have this. I've given them one. I have other. this note. J.K. Rowling could not. That's what I mean. J.K. Rowling could. She was like, nope. He's gotta be. The An worst. He's gotta be the absolute worst. Jerk. But I do love this network of portraits. Like, I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I like that it is utilized more yeah. now throughout the series and stuff. <laughs> I have a roast on myself. <laughs> so, I have a note here that's like, how was Fox gonna give Molly a message? And then, like, five minutes later, 
I was like, oh, like an owl. Like he's just going to deliver a note that well, Dumbledore writes. But Dumbledore doesn't like say all that. And we never see him write a letter. So in my head, I was like, Fox can't like talk. How yeah. is he going to deliver a letter? <laughs> but I also think he doesn't deliver it like a normal owl would. Like the way they get theirs, it's like it comes to them like. Yeah. Like, just the feather with the note on it. Right. But it, it, I was like, what? But it's definitely, like, via magic. Yeah, it's via, it's, but it's, like, via a letter. Like, he, he's oh, yeah, not like the written word. I, <laughs> yes. The written word. But, yeah, so I just had to, like, make fun of myself for being an idiot. Oh, my gosh, I had a long, some long notes. First was at Umbridge. Mm. Okay. She, like, fucking bugged the whole school. Like, maybe she has her own Marauder, like, style map. Because she, like, knows that they're out of bed. Um, Like, Dumbledore says, like, she must know you're out of your beds. Which is fucking creepy. Which, you brought this up... I don't even know if it was on purpose. Like, when we were doing Hagrid's tale, you were like, she knew that they were out of bed. Yeah. But I said I thought it was just that she knew that Hagrid was back, but it might have been No, both. I think, yeah, she knows. She must have, I think she specifically bugs the Gryffindors. It's fucked up. It is fucked up. Maybe she also uses portraits. <laughs> she has little mini portraits. Maybe she's a secret animagus, too. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't put it past her. No. I'm just kidding. It's too illegal. What? (laughs) Cornelius doesn't know. Mm. You know, I just had a... A moment. Oh, no. No, this is not a very nice thing to say about somebody, but there's a volunteer that works for a center, and I'm just now thinking that she is remindful of Umbridge. Like, she uses this, like, sweet, simpery voice Um. and, like, thrives on, like, finding mistakes that, like, we've done at the office and, like, things like that. And... I'm making a face. Yeah. So I'm not, like, just ignoring Molly. I'm making a very, like, like, um, disapproving face. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm so sorry. I hope she's not as horrible as Umbridge. No, no, no. That's would be hard to do. But she's just like gets under my skin sometimes, and like especially like the way she talks. It's kind of Umbridge esque. Yeah. Sorry. The actress that, that plays Umbridge is in the new Downton Abbey movie. My mom texted me immediately. Good for your mom for recognizing that that was the actress. I think that actually plays my Umbridge. dad was the one that figured looks it out. Different in it. I think my dad looked up the cast afterwards. Oh, okay. Because my dad went with my mom to see it, and he and I talked to them right before they were leaving, and he was like, "Oh, we're going to see Downton," like making fun of it. it was good. And my mom was like. Yeah, your dad was so into it. Like, so I think he was, it's, like, looking everything up after it and all that stuff. It was a really good movie. I haven't seen it. You should go. I would go with you to see it again if you wanted. Um, but it's very good. Um, it's, a, it's a good time. It did make me want to have, like, three more seasons of Downton Abbey, though. 
So I was like, okay, this did not like result. This like it, it like, wasn't a closing. It opened up new things. I feel like oh, maybe they'll do another movie. Cool. I can only hope. It seems like that cast like likes working together and stuff. So, cause it, yeah, yeah, it's very good. Um, okay, I have a couple questions. I'm at the part where like Dumbledore makes eye contact with Harry at the portkey. So I don't know if you had stuff before that. No, I'm at the portkey. Okay. Do you think that Dumbledore, like, did that look on purpose to test, like, kind of see, like, if his theory was, like, holding water about Harry and, like, not being able to make eye contact? Because I kind of think he did. Like, I don't think Dumbledore accidentally does anything. I don't think he accidentally does it. I think, well, what do you think he's not making eye contact for? Because he doesn't want Baltimore to know that, like, they're close and that, like, Voldemort could use Harry to get to Dumbledore. So he doesn't... Like, that's the whole reason he's, like, not making eye contact. Well, right. So I think... But I think he looked at Harry in that moment because he knew it was going to be short and, like, fleeting to, like, see if, like, something happened. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I can see that. I didn't think about that, but I think... I think that's possible. Um... I also kind of saw that as, like, a a moment of, like, weakness. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he's, like, checking yeah. on him. Yeah. That's sweet. But, like, your yours makes more sense. It's more Dumbledore-y. I was, I, was, I was giving, I think, him a little bit too much credit. But also, like, what... So, I just said, I guess, what I thought would happen. But, like, what do you think would happen if, like... Dumbledore did, like, maintain, like, eye contact with Harry throughout the year. Like, just didn't, you know, like, just kind of kept up normal. Like, not necessarily, like, having, like, deep, in-depth conversations yeah. with him, but, like, looking him in the eye while he's telling a I story. I really don't think that. I think that's a little excessive. But, like, Harry saying, like, he felt it. Like, he felt like he wanted to attack Dumbledore. Like, would he have? Like, if there had been another minute. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I think Harry can shake it off. But he can't. I mean, in terms of the occlumency and stuff. He does it at the end of this book. Yeah, like his grief. Right, but I'm saying, like... Or that's I, really in the seventh one that he finally masters it, doesn't not, he? I'm not talking about the occlumency, but, like, Voldemort getting in, like, in his head. He can, like, he finds a way to fight that in but this I book. But I thought that was... Voldemort was like, I don't want to do that again because, like, he yeah, has so much love. Right, which is what I'm saying. I think if, I don't think Harry would attack Dumbledore. I think a love he or something would, him. yeah, it would kick in. I see what you're saying. Like, I think Harry would do a similar thing where he would be able to fight it. I don't. I kind of <laughs> just, like, want to see it play out, though. Yeah, I do think, like, for all, like, we give Harry crap for, like, oh, not being that good of a wizard or, you know, just being average, I do think he has, a, a like, an intense amount of will. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, and, we see all that with the... With, uh, and he uh, loves... Imperious and he loves, like, Lily. You know? Like, he loves magically. Yeah. So I don't think... I don't think that he would do that. I don't think anyone could make Harry attack someone he loves. Yeah, that's a good point. I just want to like, I want to see. Yeah, it. I would. I would. It would be. Not a, him it would necessarily. Be, attack, it would be a good power moment. Yeah. 
And then it would be like, see Dumbledore? Like, trust him. Mm -hmm. Like, talk to him. Don't leave him in the dark to be sad and, like, hate himself. (laughs) Okay. Wow, that was, that was sad. It makes me sad that he's, like, so isolated. Again. Again. This next sequence is so well, like, written dramatically. Like... The tension. Yeah, the tension. Well, well, I can't talk about that. That scene, I couldn't take a lot of notes on because (laughs) I was, like, very stressed. Um, I hate it when my faves fight. But, um... But um, I'm talking about this, just this one second. Dumbledore looks at Harry. Harry gets a, like, intense, like, jolt of anger. The portkey lurches. They arrive at the place, and uh, Walburga's screaming. Like, it's just like that. It was such... It's a movie. It was so dramatic. Yet, they don't do that part in the movie. I know. Ugh, the movie. I just had a really inappropriate, like, urge to want to, like, say the word phoner when you were, like, building up to that. Like, this really intense... I just wanted to say boner. I just want to be like, boner. <laughs> penis. <laughs> like the penis. You were just, like, using all of these words and I just want to be like, boner. <laughs> he had this urge. urge. <laughs> so I, I, I let you finish your thought, but I just have to say it. I did get it out of my system. I thought I had a note about, I guess that's in a little bit, but, um, she really slipped in this part during, like, the chaos about Creature, um, being, like, out, and then, like, we don't see him, and, like, that's the whole... He's a bad boy. It's the moment, um, and she just kind of slips it in during, like, like, this, like, crazy scene. Boner. Yeah, she slips Slips that boner in. Why are we like that? No. I had too much burger fire. Um, but I want to read, like, I really want to be able to, like, read a series, like, by J.K. Rowling again that's, like, similar to Harry Potter where I can, like, try and catch the, like, things, like, the Easter she's eggs never, while she's reading never, it. She's never gonna. Yeah, I mean, and, like, nothing would be, I don't even mean plot-wise, I just, like, want an author similar to her and I want to try and catch, like, these little things. Like, she's just so good at weaving oh, stuff in. Real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, other authors certainly do it, like mystery novels, but, like, I don't know, her style of writing, I yeah. just really adore, um, and I just feel like now I'm a much more educated reader, mm-hmm. that I, but I don't know if I would catch, obviously, so me to something like you, this. And then you can reread the Harry Potter series for the first time? No, I like all my memories, as I clutch my book. I can give them back to you, <laughs> like Hermione does yeah. with her parents. I would want to do, like, a test. Yeah. Just a quick test. Um, although I just don't know how easy that process is of restoring her parents memories we've talked about but I've also like learned from reading this book series so I'm like I need to use my knowledge that I learned reading this like about oh I see you know I need that I'll try to find you another series. Yeah, I mean, I like reading mystery books, and actually, whenever we watch television shows, like, maybe yeah, to a say, fault, I love trying to guess things as I feel go. like Game of Thrones would be, like, the closest one, except it's, like, very in-depth. I guess. And now you know, so it would But there are not as many, like, I think Westworld is good, because No, I meant the books, Game of Thrones oh. books, like, because they have all of the, like, prophecies and like yeah they have a lot of easter eggs and stuff but it's just so big and yeah. they're so it's so long that it 
Like his dick. Boner! Now, see, it's now it's on the brain. Now you've you've done this to Boner's us. on the brain. Although, I don't know if I could have said a sentence so big and so long without my brain going there. That was a big old flub. This is a family podcast. <laughs> For creating families. Wowza. <laughs> Okay, um, Raise shall your we? hand if you've had sex during this podcast. Please stop. <laughs> Nobody answer that. It's kind you of mean while listening? Yes. That's not, like, what, while we were? That's why I was like, what joke are you no, trying to make no, here? No, no. Well, so funny. I... I would genuinely be concerned. <laughs> You're gonna say like I would genuinely like believe that. Like, no. I did not know where you were going. I was like, what? We don't have particularly like soothing or like sexy voices. I quite the opposite. We have given people. We have literally given people misophonia. People that didn't know they had it now have it because <laughs> we, of us. We have grating, gross voices. <laughs> yet. Which um, people are like, you know what I need to do to have sex? I need to listen. HJM treats and another email, by the way. Oh no! Wait, and, we have another little owl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna just respond to her like via email, but she did say in her follow up email that we are much better with the noises. Good. So she also asked us some questions, so we'll answer them at the end. Okay. Um. It always breaks my heart. I'm go- Sorry, I'm going back into notes. We've, yeah. We took a boner break, and now we're going back <laughs> into notes. Um, I hated that laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, me so funny listeners. <laughs> Don't think you're laughing. I think that one, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in such a weird mood. It's because I'm full. I, like, way... I always eat way too much when we record, because I order too much food, and then I just scarf and then I'm ready to just pass out from food coma um but back to the notes it always breaks my heart a little bit that Harry interprets their faces as like accusing like about Arthur I know oh not Arthur but them about like yeah like Fred Fred and and George and and even Ron and Jenny like actually I don't think he really interprets Jenny's face like that because she seems to be very clearly like oh I think for this one that first one it's Fred George and Jenny because they're like they walk in and they don't know what's going on and they're like well what happened and then like yeah I it makes I'm like why are they like so angry and stuff it does like make me really upset Every, and this is not just this read-through. It's every single time this sticks out to me. Every time, yeah. Every time. What, like, what do they think happened? Like, what do they think I, Harry did? Especially at this part. They haven't even heard that other shit yet. I... And they're just is, scared. This is a new thought for this read-through. I don't think they actually are. I think Harry's, Harry's feeling guilty, and because mm. it, we're in his perspective, he's like an unreliable narrator. It's like... That's a really great Because I do this, too, where it's like... 
I will get it in my head that someone doesn't like me or they feel a certain way about me and like every other interaction colors it and it's you all my it, own. Yeah. It's yeah, your it's, confirmation I it, bias. I fully see it and yeah. it's like it's fully my interpretation of the situation and I think that must be what's happening with her. I'm also yeah they're probably like shocked and yeah. like thinking about it and angry that this is happening yeah they seem angry but not towards harry like there's fred and george are pissed off at everybody i'm not a fan yeah we have the same rat (laughs) um as much as it, it hurts me but yeah they are they are heated but like i guess I, I mean, I don't think I would react this way, like, the same way they do, but no. I think it makes total sense that they react I'm this kind way. of surprised that Ron's not acting this way, because Ron is, like, a hothead most of the time. But I, I don't think Ron can handle feelings. I don't think... Like, he's just scared and yeah, shutting down. Yeah, I, I think he's a shutdown when this kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Like, he's a hothead about other things, but this is serious. This is sort of the same reaction he had, like, when Ginny was, like, taken. Taken, yeah, you're right. I love Ginny's, like, practicalness. I think I would be, like, the Ginny in this situation. I don't don't know how I would be, who I would be, but I do love that, I love Ginny's reaction. Or I'd be, like, what Sirius is doing. He's, like, trying to, like... Yeah, I think... Make peace, but he's also, like, kind of on edge. Like, I think that's actually... Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how I handle situations, but I think I would probably more, like, be a Sirius than a Ginny. She seems to be really handling herself. But I also sometimes jump into, like... I'm just gonna fix it mode. Like, or just into acting. Like, I need to be doing something. Right. Which I think is also what Fred and George are doing, too. They, like, they can't sit around. They're like, we need to do something. Our dad is dying. Yeah. But they're, like, they go to anger. Right. But, um... And I also think, like, Sirius is like, well, I need to do something, like, Mm -hmm. butterbeer, sleep, even. Yeah, Sirius is, like, trying really hard. I love Sirius in this chapter. Yeah. I was like, um, I'm up to here with Forge. Yeah, Not they, a good look. It doesn't, like, just show, like, a good side. And, like, I think situations like this kind of, like, bring out, like, either the best or the worst in people. And for them, it's, like, a, a worse side of them of themselves. Not saying, like, they are bad people, but it... I will say, and I'm just going to put some arguments out there. Yeah. Um, Sirius, even though I'm totally on Sirius's side because I don't think... I think Sirius in that moment, because Sirius, despite being a Gryffindor, has a lot of, like, Slytherin, like, loyalty house in him. Well, he's very similar to Fred and George. Right. So, like, I think he's most worried about Harry in this situation. Well, just, let me finish. So, and... I'm uh, making a face like I'm not sure. Yeah. For the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and... At least it seems like that at first, so I can see where Fred and George are coming from, because he's like, you can't go to St. Mungo's, because think about, like, it'll, in, what if uh, Voldemort figures out that they have this connection with, we, or the, the ministry, or figures. the ministry figures that out, like, we can't let that happen, and he's, like, putting his foot down, and he's like, we'll, we'll risk, like, ruining the order and things like that, and so then I'm like, oh, I get back on it I'm like oh I see what you're talking about Sirius this makes a lot more sense but at first it seems like he's really being like he's going doing a roundabout way of saying like if it's between Arthur 
and the order, then... It's the order. It's the order. Which I think is what he's saying, and kind of by extension, the order's job is to protect Harry. Harry, right. So, but I do think, like, Sirius isn't really thinking about Harry as much as, like, he's thinking about the order. Right, which which is I which yeah, is what I was yeah. saying. Like, I think it... To Fred and George, I think it comes off that way. Yeah. And then later, when Sirius starts explaining it more and talking more, he gets a little upset. I'm like, oh, I see. And it makes sense because this whole situation is definitely triggering the serious, like, you know, you lose people in a war, like, this is just what happens, yeah. like, all, basically most of his friends have died right. in the last time this happened. Um, that, the line that he says, like, always sticks with me, um, that this is how it is, this mm-hmm. is why you're not in the order, mm-hmm. you don't understand there are things worth dying for, him. like, that is... A really important line, I think. I I mean, just like it's hard. It's it's an extremely important line, but it's also like it's an important lesson for them forge to learn and for the reader because mm-hmm. I think we as the reader were like, yeah, why can't they be in the order? Like they've got the D, like you mm-hmm. know, yeah. And I think Harry gets that. Oh, I think Harry under... I mean, Harry would go back for, like, his friends and stuff, but I also think he knows... Harry understands sacrifice and obviously losing people, um, but, like, I don't think he's quite at Sirius's level of it. No, because especially at the end of this book when he loses Sirius, he's definitely... But by the seventh book, for sure. By seventh book, Harry... Is and and he Hermione, I think Hermione definitely. Well, Hermione when Hermione basically gives her blessing for him to like for Harry to die. Yeah, she like knows. And Ron is like Ron not do. having it. He does not learn that lesson. Um. Oh God, these books oof. only get sadder. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like really not ready. Well, I think they need something stronger than butterbeer. Where is the fire whiskey? Butterbeer with its point zero zero one <laughs> alcohol content. I feel like Sirius may or may not have drank him all the fire whiskey. There. He's not doing great alone in that house. But I I am really proud. Like, I know that Sirius got a little heated, but he, but like, he brings brought it, it down and he put his godfather pants on. He did. He put on his papa pants and he did so good. And he's like, you're upset? He doesn't say that, but he's like, he's, we're moving on. It. I get it. You can take your shots at me. I can I can deal with it. Like, I was really and proud I, of him. I was <laughs> extremely proud of him because they also go for, like, the jugular. They're so rude. They're like, yeah, I don't see you, fight, like, fighting or sacrificing. And, like, yeah, he finally does at the end. So, fuck you, Forge. And, well, my notes later on that, they don't apologize to him after, like... Like, when Molly comes back and stuff, like, and I thought, I remembered that they did, and they don't. They're not an apologies kind of people. I think that's not right. I I don't either. I'm, like, not saying they're perfect. No, no, no. I just don't, they don't seem like apologizing people. They seem like a let's brush it under the rug, like, we don't have any issues anymore, people. I don't, I could just see them being like, sorry, mate, like, you know. See, I can see Ron doing that. I don't see Forge doing that. Like, I can see Ron being like, sorry, mate, you know, you have to understand, like, I was upset. Oh, see, I'm reversed. Like, I don't see Ron apologizing. But Ron does apologize in other places. Yeah, I mean, but we're with Ron a lot more. I I just, 
I don't know. I think of normally Forjo as, like, reasonable people that, like, get along with... I don't think they're not apologizing out of spite. I don't... I just don't see them, like, bringing back old stuff. It's like, they're always moving. Like, that's over with. That anger was, like, before, and now it's over, and, like, they just don't have that issue with you anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Like, because to, to apologize, you have to bring up, bring it up again. And I'm just not seeing them I, yeah. wanting to rehash I, that. I can just see them kind of doing, like, a short, like... Because they also, like... Like, it, a quick and then serious being like, no, don't worry about it. And then, like, them moving on. Like, both of them being like, it's fine. Yeah. But, like, acknowledging it somehow. Yeah. That they're cool with each other. And I, I also, like, just kind of, like, felt like I remembered that, but... It must be something else. Maybe they say they wish they did or something after he died. No, not even like that. I just kind of remember one of them being like, sorry, mate, like something. And it might be earlier in this book and it might be just something innocuous like with Mundungus or something like that. Um, Yeah. But like I kind of just like remember hearing Jim Dale's voice. Like that's what I'm thinking of saying those lines. But yeah. Um, Molly's note, not comforting at all. Um, but, like, they have magic, so I feel like I would think that, like, the odds are good. Yes. If, like, he's alive going into the hospital, like, they have magic. Yeah. Because we don't really see things that magic can't fix illness-wise, except for, like... Dumbledore's hand and like I guess like the long bottom. George's but, ear. Yeah. But like that people die of. Yeah. You know, like illness like is not like a Yeah, I don't think you could die. Except for like Dumbledore, I guess, with his hand. And it's cause it's like cursed. Yeah. Um Dragon pox. We know they can't fix some cases of dragon pox. Oh, like okay. people die of dragon pox a lot. I mean, or like they used to. Or like, yeah, like, you know. Um. Um. Or Sirius being so excited that they get to spend Christmas with him. I just had a heart Sirius. And then Anne Molly heart because she's the only one grateful for Harry. And they also like. Him, her and like her thank you to Sirius. Yeah, it's like a really Some nice good moment. This like chap, this chap, this little bit returning here really mirrors the the themes from the last time we were in. Um, Grimmel Place. What do you mean? Like the forge? Like this is why you don't get to be in the order and Molly and Sirius's fight it like gets result like they come and then the bog art thing yeah yeah yeah, it just mirrors a lot of the themes that like it's like a family like you yell at each other Mm -hmm. but then you have like these really sweet and then especially in a time of crisis you fight and you come together um, but, but right before that, like, I'd be pissed at my mom if she did not send another update. Like, it has been hours, and she hasn't told them anything. And I know she's, like, going through a lot, but if I was, like, at home, like, waiting for news, and it's been, like, five hours, um, I would be really angry. Yeah. 
Well, my only thing is that I think it could be that I know they don't do surgery, but it could be like they're doing a lot of magic. So she's like not she in doesn't, the She, she still doesn't know. Yeah, probably. she's not in the room. Like she has to wait for them to like do all their stuff yeah, for five yeah. hours. I'm sure, but I would, I mean, I would just be like, just say like they're still doing stuff. Like I, yeah. I would just want more updates. No um, news is good news. That's what there is. <coughs> yeah. But like my my dad had like a scary medical thing, and I just my mom did not tell me about it for like hours, and like I was really upset about that. Yeah. Like and like at, like at my mom, but more just like that I didn't know things were happening and like all of that stuff. So like it triggers me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's I can totally understand that. That's where my like anger would come out of, but. Um, also, like, good old Bill. He's there. Just Bill, dependable. Dependable Bill. I've decided, yes, Bill is hot. La, la, la. And? But <laughs> he's so, like, good. Yeah. It's kind of boring. Oh, Okay. But he does, like... In the Weasley scheme of things. He is, like, a treasure hunter. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. And And has an earring. And I think... I know. (laughs) I think it's kind of boring also that he marries Fleur. Like, I love that he marries Fleur, but it would be, like... I would find him more exciting if he didn't marry Fleur. Like, if he married someone like Tonks or something. You know? Like, it just seems like, okay, he's, like, the good boy, and he marries, like, the beautiful girl, like... But... It's all so boring. I mean, I'm not... It's also vanilla. In the fourth one, I'm not a huge Fleur fan, but, like, she, like, proves herself to be, like, such a cool badass that I'm, like... I love Fleur. I just think they are just, like, very vanilla. Yeah. In terms of, like, the Harry Potter ships. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah. I'm, like, fine. No, I do love Fleur and Bill. I just, like, don't ever really want to read fan fiction about Fleur and Bill. Certainly not. There's nothing to, like... Like, there's nothing... Fan fiction about. (laughs) Like, I don't... Like, Like, I read Ron and Hermione sometimes, and I read Ginny Harry, but, like, I have no interest in reading Fleur and Bill. Well, if we only had, like, fourth book Fleur to go on, I would be, like, really lukewarm on it, but because we get to see her develop into, like... Somebody that's more than just her looks. I think that's really cool. And we see a little bit of that in the fourth one, but for the most part, we kind of see, like, surface level. She says one of my favorite lines in the whole series. About him, like, not caring about the scars. I love... So, I feel like I, like, really reduced that. That I was, like, not... That was not an uncut light for me. Like, I love Fleur and I love Bill. I just think they're, like, kind of a boring ship. They're, like, suburbs. Yeah. (laughs) They do. They move to, like, bumfucks... A cottage. Yeah. Cottage. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm here for it. No, I love them. It's great. I just, I, I, I got everything I wanted from, yeah. the, from the book. There's no imagination That's not a good at French accent. I can never do it right, which is heartbreaking because it's one of my favorite lines. I just love like her, Molly being put in her place like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I would read? Family dinners with Ginny and Fleur sniping at each other. That's what I would read. That's one of my least favorite things about Jenny is how mean she is about Fleur. Yeah. But other than that, Jenny's cool. 
I think it's funny. I think it's so realistic. Well, and it's like, like her it's, oldest brother and she's like protective in like a reverse. Yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. And I think she's also just like. But it feels like. I think she feels the same way. It's like, you, you're supposed to be cool, man. You married her. I know. <laughs> but like, but Fleur is more than that. But like to Jenny, she's like, oh, that's just such the obvious choice, Bill. I just, I feel like there are so few female characters and I don't like it when they, when female characters bring each other down or like when females do that in real life. It's like, yeah, like I just wish we didn't do this trope. I, I agree. I think it's realistic for Jenny, but I, I agree. I wish it didn't happen. And I like, it would be better if, like, Fred and George did that. Like, if it was, like, too... Forge was not gonna go anti-Fleur. I don't think they care don't think one they way or the care other about, about her. Like that, but I... I, I Like, Ron is smitten, and I they're think, not. No, they're not smitten, but I... Because they, they... I mean, like, come on. They both, like, kind of, hook, like, date Angelina. Like, that's not their type. Like, Fleur isn't their yeah. type. I think they tease Bill a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, if one of the siblings did, or, like, Charlie, like, I don't, just, like, not the one female sibling, I guess. Yeah, I just think it's a, the grievance Ginny has is, like, a female grievance. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason that trope exists. Yeah. It's, like, a sister's thing. What, I'm fine that it happens. I wish that there was a resolution to it, where Ginny, like realizes her value in a similar but like she already does that plot with molly so yeah she kind of just says if it's good enough for mom i guess it's good enough for me but then she's still like rude about it kind of like even at the wedding and stuff isn't she i think it i don't know i don't think she is i think it's funny i i think it's i like i do think it's it's she keeps calling her phlegm which is funny it's funny phlegm is funny yeah like, she's not, like, trying... She she never is trying to, like, break them up. She's not... No, uh, no, she's not, like... rude to her. It's, like, just, to, like, her private joke with Harry is, like, phlegm. Yeah. Also, I can see Fleur... Like, I love characters like Fleur. Like, I love a prissy lady. I think it's, like, such a fun character. I guess I... But, like, I can see Fleur also being, like... Oh, Jenny, are you really gonna wear that? Or, yes, you with all of your boys and the Quidditch, you know, yeah. or whatever. You know, like, I could see Fleur also just... Being annoying. Being annoying. But I, I guess I think about Shell Cottage Fleur so much, mm-hmm. and that is a very different Fleur yeah. than we see in the rest of the books, because she's, like, hardened by the war and everything. She grows up a lot. And I, I always think about that Fleur now, like... I don't think Jenny ha- can have, like, a hard time with her after. Right. I'm that. sure she doesn't. Yeah. But, like, we don't, you know, we don't see that much. So, like, I think about that and, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not blaming Jenny. If anything, I'm, I guess I'm blaming, like, J.K. Rowling for that trope. But um, I do like the Fleur that we see at the end and I think it's, like, powerful. I think Fleur has a great arc. Yeah. I, um. I really like her. And I, I I really didn't like her in the fourth one. I just book made much. this announcement because I was like... Yeah, I don't even know how we got here. Uh, I'm talking about Bill. Yeah, it's just been on my mind because I was... Um, I was... I want to do a thing... Like, I was making a post on Tumblr about... Like, I was ranking my favorite ships in Harry Potter. Like, ones that I was most excited... Get most excited about. And... <coughs> yeah, they're just like... 
low on my list of would read more about. But I do, in terms of canon ships, they are one I one I really like. I just think the book does a good job. I don't really need any more. All right. Sorry about that tangent. I think I'm deflecting because things are so tense and sad. I'm at the part where Harry talks so serious in the closet. <laughs> a place familiar for both of them, I'm sure. Um, what, how much do you think Sirius knows what's going on? Because I personally think he doesn't know enough yet, but doesn't want to scare Harry, so he's just kind of brushing it off. Like, because I don't think he's talked to Dumbledore yet, and, yeah. like, he's still kind of, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I don't think he's, like, really quite formed, like, what the fuck is going on with Harry. Yeah. And I, mean, I think he's, like, doesn't want to scare him, personally. Like, I don't think he's intentionally trying to, like, lie to him. Yeah, me either. I mean, and coming out's hard. Like, it's... <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just set it up, and then I was, like, waiting while you were talking if you were going to say anything specific enough so that joke wouldn't work, and you didn't, so I just, I had to say it. It's a very serious note I'm trying to get through. No, but in all honesty, I don't, th yeah, I don't think Sirius is purposefully lying to him. I think, yeah, I think he doesn't want to say anything that'll free Carrie out, and I think he might have theories. Right. I'm sure he has theories. And... If those theories are correct, he kind of has to wait for the okay yeah. from Dumbledore. Or the confirmation from Dumbledore before he should say anything. Right. Because Harry, he, Sirius also knows that Harry's going to take what he says as gospel. Because I think by the time Snape comes to talk about the Oculus, they like, Snape knows, or Sirius knows what's up and is like, yeah, you need to do this. Yeah. Um, Which is another big moment for Sirius. Yeah. Oof. That scene's coming up. Um, I just had a note that this is awful. Um, and that is a little arrow to the line. Um, Harry sat fully clothed, hunched against the cold metal bars of the bedstead, keeping himself deliberately uncomfortable, determined not to fall into a doze, terrified that he might become the serpent again in his sleep. Yep. That's Dumbledore's fault. Yep. Mad at him. <laughs> Bad Daddy D. He, to be fair, had a lot going on. He, like, did jump into action, but... Yeah. But... At least send Phineas to say, like, you can go to sleep. Yeah. Like, you didn't do it. <laughs> like, Harry literally thinks, like, he bit Mr. Weasley. I know. It's and it so takes him sad. talking to the other children to come to terms that he didn't. Like, it's... no adult ever tells him that it's not his fault. Like, Sirius does in, like, this moment, but, like, Harry knows that Sirius is kind of, like, brushing him off. It's sad. I know. Sorry, I'm not... When I'm being quiet, it's not because I'm not listening. It's because I'm getting upset. Ugh. This Harry is so sad. I just... This is why this book is hard to get through. It's just sort of devastating at all times. It's either devastating or infuriating. But it's also so juicy. 
Yeah, I don't not like the book. I just think it's my least favorite to reread because it just makes me feel bad. Yeah. Um, Purge a Dowels Limited. Douse. Douse. Sorry. Purge. Yeah, you know that word. Douse. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, that's how I would say it, but... Um, or Dows. Dows. Um, it's never open that place. I love everything I think about that's so fun. Mundan or um, Saint Mungo's. Yeah, and I hate that it's not in the movie. Yeah, they really just. Well, I was talking about this the other day, um, with um my friend, the, this book to movie is so strange because it's like it's the longest book and it should have been two movies because what happens is in order to get all of the plot in which I think they do manage really in the movie they take out all of the like fun world building of this movie of this book so it's like you're left with literal plot mostly I would have done the movie differently. That's what I'm saying. But even, like, understanding that they had to, like, keep it to a certain length. Like, I think the things that they included versus not included and then, like, added. Like, they added some scenes in the movie that weren't in the books. Well, like, all the stuff with, like, Filch and the decrees. That's in there. Not, like... They spend a lot of time in the movie with him, like, hanging it up, and, like, yeah, there's a lot I of I mean, that's very, scenes. like, uh, that was, that's just sort of, like, it was, like, an artistic, it's, fra- it's framing, like, they're yeah. framing the movie. And I think there's, like, another scene, I, when we rewatch it, I'll try and remember, that's, like, I don't think, like, I forget <laughs> what it is, or maybe it's in the sixth one, because I know there's some, like, extra they, stuff They the take some one. liberties with the sixth but one. But I, I like, love it. I, I like love the sixth, sixth one. They make, they do a strong choice. Like, the girl in the beginning, I think that's so cute. Yeah. That's also Harry Potter. <laughs> I remember being so mad in the theater when I saw that scene, because I wanted to be her Dumbledore's so such a cockblock. Bad. Like, literally, and also I wanted to be that actor in that scene. Yeah. But I also wanted to be She's beautiful. flirting with Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I love the hot take on Western doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Those people that- Those nutters that cut people up! Like, wow. Hilarious. Yeah. And, like, we call them healers? Like, yeah. I just love it. Yeah, I love it, too. I think that's so funny. We need some comedic relief. Those muggle nutters that cut people. <laughs> this welcome witch is so mean. Yeah. So mean. I have such a clear image of her, though. And I can just, like, be... I would be so afraid. I'm like, you should not be afraid to talk to somebody at a hospital. It reminds me of the woman from that episode of um, Gilmore Girls. When, um... When Rory was in the hospital after the car accident with Jess, and Lorelai is at the hospital, and she's like, you know that scene in Blank Blank movie when the mom is screaming, I'm her but ten times worse, you need to tell me where my daughter is. Oh, Lorelai. Sorry, that was a bad 
the quote because I couldn't remember her reference in that scene. But it's so good because the witch is like, not the witch, the, um, what a witch. The employee is like, fine. She's in like C5. Like, yeah. It's like you could have looked this up the whole time. I thought that, I think there's a pothole. Um, the guy's like, I'm here to see Broderick Bode. That's how Jim Dale does it. But, um, she says, War 49, but I'm afraid you're wasting your time. He's completely addled, you know, still thinks he's a teapot. He's okay. not able to speak. He's yeah. like, you know, like basically almost coma state that he's like ne- just now starting to talk and that's why they kill him. So, I'm just saying, that's not accurate. He doesn't think he's a teapot. Maybe she... He's not speaking like a teapot. Maybe he's just going... (laughs) You know, like, he's making, like, the tea sound. Maybe. When it's done. (laughs) Also, probably against HIPAA that you should be saying anything about the patients. you can't say that. You know, wizarding HIPAA. Pippa Middleton. <laughs> um, Arthur trying to comfort him by trying to talk about Lupin. That's so funny. Like his uh, his roommate. I I so also didn't know about funny. This. Um, I was just like, this is the most dad yeah, thing to he's do. He's such a dad. He's actually kind of puffy in this scene. Oh yeah, I mean he is deaf puff puff energy. Yeah yeah yeah. But. Like, you know, like, your dad talking to a waitress. It's like yeah. that, like, you know, I knew somebody that went to, uh... So, yeah, great time, great or, time. Uh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I knew a guy, he takes the potions, he's doing just fine. Almost tried to kill two students, but mo- and is homeless on the streets because he can't get a job, but mostly doing just fine. I, I knew a gay feller once, lovely chap, led almost a normal <laughs> life. <laughs> Like, that's like a dad move. Yeah, such a dad move. I knew a gay feller once. <laughs> like, just like, you can lead a normal life. Hilarious. Yeah. Best intent. I love Arthur. I love him. And I love that his roommate was like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to bite you. <laughs> I'll give you another bite. Yeah. I also wouldn't say that Lupin finds it quite easy to... Well, that's what I was... Yeah. That was my joke. Yeah. Was that, like, Lupin is not doing all right. No. The kid is not all right. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. not okay. He's struggling. He is in a constant state of on the struggle bus. But, yes, like, let's put him in contact with each other. He might need a buddy. Sirius might be awfully jealous. Even in... If it's platonic, he might be jealous because Sirius is, like, oh, so lonely. <laughs> Do you think that if two werewolves had a baby together, like, it would be part werewolf? Mm, no. Like, can it be passed down like that? No. I don't think so. I think it might be similar to, like, um... Well, okay, I don't think so in this canon. In other werewolf canons, it is passed down like that. For example, in Vampire Diaries, which I, I am, knew you were going to bring Which I up. am not watching anymore. It is passed down. It like it's a hereditary trait. 
Interesting. But I don't think this would be. I think this would be if they were both in, like, wolf state. Okay. Animals have sex, Molly, they're not animals. Wolves? When they turn into a wolf? Yeah, but I don't think, like, a human is gonna have sex with an animal. No, I'm saying the two werewolves. Yeah, in their wolf state. Yes. (laughs) I'm not saying a human and a wolf. I'm saying two werewolves in their wolf state. Yeah, that's, that would, well, I just, I don't. I think then it would definitely. (laughs) I don't think the magic works that way. Because I just don't know. I don't know. I I guess. What else? I guess because if you get bit, like the reason why Bill doesn't turn is because he wasn't, like because Finier wasn't turned. At the time. Oh, right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess the magic does work that way. So, yes, I guess if two werewolves had sex in their wolf state, then the child I also kind of think that if two werewolves in their human state, like, I don't know, I feel like. But Teddy has zero wolf traits. I don't know. That's not proven. No one's ever said that except for J.K. Rowling post book. Well, she would know. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. I, I just mean, like, it's not, like, book, like, no, nowhere in the books is it, like, Teddy Lupin is not a werewolf. But I think they imply They imply heavily. it. Yeah. So I think, I, I mean, I think we need Joey Posner back on. It Dr. makes me Posner. sad to think about, so I don't, I don't want that I'm to gonna be I'm going to ask Dr. Posner for his scientific opinion. Because I feel like he would have a lot in common with someone else who's, like, struggling with that, and then, so... Yeah, I mean, so I... So, like, it, that means that two people that have, um, lycanthropy can't have babies unless they want a baby that's a werewolf, and a baby werewolf can't control their I life. guess, no, you can't pass it down through that, because, like, the only way you can become a werewolf is if you're bitten. The bite, yeah. But, I... Do you know if they're wolves and... Or in their werewolf state. What does that mean? <laughs> you have this wild look in your eyes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so ask funny. an expert, y'all, and get an back expert. <laughs> Jelly Posner's dog's name is Lupin. He knows all about it. Okay, well, I'm gonna ask, but we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming. I'm the annoyed at Forge all over again. Same. They're being the fucking worst. Same. They keep asking questions about, like... they like, know they can't... Where were you, Dad? Like, doesn't you like, know you have a, a giant sink? It's like, top secret information. This, this is why you can't be in the yeah. order. You suck. Like, they're being... I'm mad. I was mad, too. I was... Yeah. They're being unreasonable. Like... Even if they wanted to tell you this information, they're not going to do it in fucking public and you're acting like a yeah. brat. Yeah, they, yeah, I agree. I mean, don't get mad at me. No, I'm I'm just saying it towards you because you're here. <laughs> don't get mad at me. I don't claim them in this chapter. Um, Potter kid always a bit of a odd one or whatever moody says that's like rude nobody asked you moody you don't know him yeah like what the fuck you were in a trunk what do you think people say about you yeah mad eye mad eye 
<laughs> sorry. Mad eye. Sorry about the screaming in your ears. I got upset. Yeah, don't yell at me. I was literally yelling at the microphone, which is why the sound is probably terrible. Um, another great Easter egg um, put in here about um, Willie Widdershins. Who? <laughs> this time, Willie's been caught spiting, to selling biting doornails. Willie Widdershins. Yes. Do you know? Yes. Basically, listeners, if you don't know Willie by name, this is the guy that was in bandages at the Hogshead feeding information to Umbridge, and then he got off because he did that. Because he Because he was in werewolf form. No. I was making a joke. It was a bad one. Keep going. I'm so sorry. Anyway, they mentioned You're him so- again. Um, Willie. But just like a little ref. I love that. Just love it. Love a ref. Love a love a callback. Bringing it back. Yeah. Um, I had forgotten that. So. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's from Moana. I know you haven't seen that film. Has Joey? I I haven't. I'm. I'm working on the message. It's a lot to type out. Okay, well, listeners, you tell us what you think about this werewolf discussion, because I have feelings. Then we get this possessing Harry business. Big drop. Big deuce right in the end of the chapter. Yeah, I'm at the possessed part, too. What were you going to say about it? Just, I said it was uh, big info. Big old yikes. Big old yike, indeed. But isn't it, like, clear he's not being possessed? Like, ish? <laughs> like, I don't think he's, that's made clear. But he's not doing anything. Yeah. Like, possessed means, like, you're being forced to do something. But he's asleep. Yeah, I think most possessed people feel like they're in a sleep. No, but he's literally asleep in his bed. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I mean, he's really being, like, reverse possessed, I guess. Yes. I think they just don't have a good word for it. I think they mean what's actually happening. It almost, if anything, it would be like, oh, Harry's possessing the snake. That's why he thinks he's doing it. But, like, clearly that's not happening. But that's what it would, that's the argument I feel like you could make. Is that he's doing the possessing of the snake. I don't want to even think about that. No, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I don't think he actually is. Right. Although, Obviously. Maybe he is. Stop it. No. There's no way, Alex. Stop it. Get some help. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Kettle. Well, that's it. <laughs> I was quoting a vine. Well, that was my own original content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, roasted. <laughs> um, um, oh, that was my last note, actually. Same. I didn't realize we were to the end. In the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. <laughs> wow, I just got such nostalgia. I feel like there was it a lot. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please.
quiz, 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 quiz. I feel like there's a lot of opportunities for quiz questions. Oh, yeah. I have one. It's not good, though. Because I, and I'm not, I already know I don't know your answer. I didn't do one of the floors. Oh, I did. Okay. But, you know, I did the easiest one. Okay, what's yours? Um, what floor is spell damage? Four? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, mine's kind of hard, I guess. Oh, God. See, I already knew, and I didn't pay that close attention to this chapter, so. What ward is Arthur Weasley in? <laughs> That's not my quiz question. Oh. But I am asking it. Um. To fuck with you. The Mary Llewellyn. No, 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 sorry. Die Llewellyn. But no, that wasn't my question. Die Llewellyn Ward. I was just messing Mary, with Alice. Who is Mary? Mary Louise Parker Ward. Um. But in the Dilewell Award, there is a portrait no. of a wizard. His name is Urquhart yeah. Rackenrow. Yeah. And he's the inventor of what curse? Entrail spelling. I, I didn't. Yes, I didn't even get a chance <laughs> to try and you answer. You made a face. Like, I'm not I answering was, <laughs> I was about to say, not that. I was about to be like, why was the first thing that came to my mind? Like, staplers. Like, he invented staplers. Stitches. Oh, God. No. That's I actually chapter. do kind of, I do remember that, but I wasn't going to get it in this moment right now. Yeah, you've checked out. You're drawing pictures. I, that doesn't mean I've checked out. I'm just a doodler. I just doodle. Is that supposed to be Arthur? <laughs> what? Like the aardvark. <laughs> this is a female aardvark, clearly. DW. Is it clearly? Look at her eyes. So she's got animate woman eyes. I don't know Not what animate that means. boy eyes. I don't know what that means. Okay. Um, how many points did you give it? Um, I gave it 85 points. I went high. Okay. I did 157. Whoa! I really like this chapter. I like it too. 85 isn't low. It's not high either, though. Yeah. Who was your champ? My champ was Sirius Black. Samesies. And who was your rat? Forge. Who were your rats? Forgy. Forge and my... possibly Dumbledore. Forge was my rat, too. But they, not actually. They deserve it. Really Forge. Not a fan, this chapter, but... You know, we all have our moments. We all have our little moans of anger. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, as we hinted, next week we're doing, you know, we're weirdly going in chronological order here. Chapter 23, Christmas on the Closed Ward, and we will have a special guest. A very special guest that might have some relation to a guest, a guest favorite. <gasps> oh, wait. Speaking of, a little owl came to talk to us about our werewolf question. I got a great response from Dr. Posner. Okay. He said, let me get back to you. My immediate thought is no in human form. Yes, in will form. However, I'm a little tipsy, so I will give the thought. It deserves to more. <laughs> same. Same. Same, Dr. same, Paz. same, Dr. Pause. So we will check back in with you on next episode on how we feel about the werewolf. Indeed, indeed. All right. Wait, we're not done. 
Oh yeah, we have, we a, have an actual owl here. An owl. Toot 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 Hooty mama. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong, wrong email. That's a work one. You guys don't want to hear that. Hooty <laughs> mama. It's the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Here we go. Here I go. A parent is the, um, she was responding to last time she asked about house elves, um, and she just had like a follow up to that. She did her own research and found that at, in America school, Elvermory, that they use pug wedgies instead of like yeah, house elves. That makes yeah, I think I knew um, that. Which I had to reread that several times because I thought pug wedgie was a house. It is. Right. So I thought like the people in that house. <laughs> were- <laughs> <laughs> the pug wedgie students and like, I was like, that's so fucked up um but okay um oh my god that is fucked okay so her main question or one of her main questions is about um what the lgbtq plus population looks like at hogwarts and, like, kind of specifically about dorms. Um, and then she just kind of mentioned, like, in general, like, wanting to talk about, like, same-sex ships. Um, such <gasps> as Ginny and Luna and not understanding why they aren't called lovely. Oh, and um, not Linny? That's... Yeah, because Love and Weasley. Lovely is so better. Yeah. That's, that, that's, so, that's such a better ship name. Uh, wow. I, I'm going to still keep tagging them as Lenny because that, that one's the one that took I call them Juno, so. That one is not as good as Love. I don't care. Lovely. Lovely, you know what I love about it? (laughs) It's, um, it's. It's its its own word. Yeah, it's as good as Harmony, but Harmony as a ship sucks. Yeah, that's a pretty good ship name. That's a great ship name. Remember when we had an entire argument where I was miss yeah, remembering you? which one was yes, which? I do. I think about it often, actually. <laughs> like, just because I think it's so funny. I was so animated. Was so bad. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's dive into this because I actually write a lot about this in fan fiction, so I think it's fun to talk about. Um, the L- I don't... I generally don't think that the queer community or the LGBTQIA plus community is like really established in the wizarding world. One, because it's very small and two, because it's a, it's a culture based in traditionalism and the way, especially a culture that bloodlines is so important. I can imagine it being a really homophobic, um, community. Yeah. And like just gender plays such a big part in a lot of things like like, dormitories, but also, like, prefects. There's, like, one head boy, one head girl. Yeah. Like, it's always kind of, like... Um, I do think that, like, <clears throat> magic makes um, being a trans person that wants to transition a lot easier, obviously. So, that's, oh, yeah. that's nice. Um, um, I do kind of have, like, my own theory about the staircases if you're a trans person. 
um, because the, like, this, the, the woman's staircase, like, guys can't get in, like, you can't. Right, right, yeah. right. It's slide, make, turns into a slide. Right. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast where I think if you're, like, a trans woman and you try to use the staircase to get into the girls' dorms, it just lets you. Yeah, and then I you would. you find out. Like, I feel like the magic knows. I would almost, because we also started to talk about, like, well, what if you're in a same-sex couple? I wonder if, like, intentions, like matter at all but if you're in a same-sex couple you're gonna be there anyway oh right 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 right. like they can't lock you out of your dorm yeah i think that's like with any um a school that is a boarding school i think you just like won the lottery you know but then also the question was like what about gender fluid individuals yes. i think the specifically with the staircase is um it probably the it would just allow every like if you're a gender fluid person it would just allow like just you. where you wanted to sleep. yeah but yeah. would there be separate like, i don't if you want I, it to be i don't know i want i what i think is that i think the gender next gen is and that's just because next gen is written this way in the harry potter fandom they're very very um like they're like gen like this the generation below us they're vi- like they're like like younger than us like yes like the generation below millennials is how the are the like the next generation of Harry Potter kids are characterized so they're very like they stand up for themselves they ad- they are like advocates so I I assume that the LGBTQIA plus community is like really spurred on is really started in the magical community by that generation. And similarly with, um, to like discussing that because, and it makes sense because they're coming off a war that was about discrimination. Like it makes sense that all of those kids were, would have like a, a dedication to making things inclusive and about incorporating muggle things into not necessarily like muggle technology and stuff like that, but Almost, like, not being as afraid of muggle life in general. Right, right. Um, I agree with you. And I feel like bathrooms probably the same way. Although there's not, like, a lot of information on bathrooms in Hogwarts. Question whether people We shouldn't. Them. We don't need any more, okay? We don't. We, let's not put out Nobody's into the universe that me. we want more information Look, about the Hogwarts Everyone bathroom. gets the password to the prefect bathroom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like where you're comfortable, like, the magic knows, I think is a good Mm -hmm. rule of thumb. And so I think maybe, and this is kind of a fun thing, like, maybe if you're gender fluid, you find your way to the, um, to the room of requirement, and you get your own little gender neutral bathroom, although trying to walk up all those stairs to use the bathroom seems a lot. Right, and I feel like that's kind of, like, a transition solution yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, trying to figure out, like, yeah. how schools are kind of, like, trying to figure that out right now, where some schools, like, have a, like, students can use a staff bathroom, but, like, that's not a permanent solution. That's kind of, right. like, we're trying, but we're not there yet. Right, um, right, right, right. So, like, kind Certainly. of working up to having just, like, everyone be cool. Did I ever tell you about this next-gen fic I read? Where it was about, it like, the ship, I think the main ship was Scorpius and Albus. But the, um, but 
Roxanne, uh, George, and Angelina's daughter in the fic um, was deaf because of the curse that happened to George's oh, ear. Oh, interesting. But it was so cool because all of the cousins, like, not only could, like, speak sign language, but there was a spell that, like, was constant where it was, like, sub, like, you could subtitle so she could just, like, enter. And it was just so cool, like, the thought of, yeah. like, what the... And just about, the like, accessibility. Accessibility, and... yeah, the stuff that they were really doing with that fic and just I and I just see I think it makes so much sense that that generation would be like that I just see them as the little Gretas in the in the world um okay so then the other question was um a follow-up to like we were talking about Askban and the last one about like food mm-hmm. um but she's asking if we think there's another prison like for the UK that's like for smaller crimes like, the example is, like, if you steal a broomstick, like, are you going to Azkaban? Like, is there any in-between? Because, like, all the worst criminals are in Azkaban. I have this cue, too. It it doesn't seem like there is, but it seems, like, un- like it seems unrealistic that there isn't. I think that there isn't, and I think that's, like, kind of proof in that people go for only a couple months. Like, they send Hagrid there as that's a precaution. What, yeah, that's, like, that's what I always go back to when I think about this argument. Um, and even, like, Sturgis in this book, they're, like, he was sent there for three months for trying to get into, like, basically for trespassing. Yeah. Um, so I do think that it's, like, definitely shorter sentences. So I feel like what, I don't know, like, a small crime like that, like, a petty one would probably be, like, a week. But, like, a weekend Askman's, like, like, some shit. Right. So maybe it's more, because, I don't know, a lot of fan fictions do, like, house arrest or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you get, but I just don't know. Yeah. Like, a lot of fics have, um, Narcissa on house arrest. She doesn't actually go to Askman. But I also think that there might be, like, for something like that, you would just get fined. Yeah, I was about to say, I think Galleons is probably. Yeah. Or maybe you do community service. I don't think so. (laughs) Magical community service. Yeah. These are some good cues. Please send in your cues, guys. Also, as a reminder, um... We are, it's on the books when we're recording the fan fiction episode, so I'm starting to compile a list of the recs. Please, please, please send me, if you are interested, what you are interested in so that I can do a better job of getting a rec list that um, everyone can use. Yeah, I think that this will be going up on October 20th. So, please, you have one week. Get it into us by um, the following week, like the 26th, if you have any racks. Yeah, or any requests. Yeah. Um, we're not going to tell you what the fan fiction episode is going to be like. It's a surprise. But it's fun. But it's fun. It's real fun. And we're going to have a guest, an expert in the field, you could say. Well, um, write in, write a Please. review, do something nice. Um, for us, your favorite co-hosts. <laughs> I thought you were just like, do something nice. Do something nice in the community. Pick up some trash, you know. Communities, magical, take care of magical your, community um, service. Take care of your community. Take care of each other. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed.
Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.